Hello and welcome to the Lee Schools TV podcast. I'm Adam Wright. Joining us today is none other than Jason Sill. Hi, Adam. Hey, Jason. How you doing? Great. How are you? Good. Good. It's good to have you on the podcast. Happy to be here. I know this is like episode 42 for yeah. you, which, by the way, uh, kudos to you. I mean, we've been going on this long. I know you came up with this idea. Watch the table. Uh, I know you came up with this idea. And what people don't realize is the paper that you have in front of you, you really do plan these out. You take great notes. You ask great questions. And so, you know, we talk about transparency a lot in the district. You hear it a lot at board meetings. But, you know, this is really cool that you're able to put a face to a name and uh, let people just kind of talk about themselves a little bit more in depth. Thanks. Um, hey, aren't you the quick hits guy? I am. I the internal new Happy Monday. I thought I recognized you. Yeah. 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 Is it going to be weird for you to send this out, your own podcast, in your own uh, version of Quick Hits? I'm actually, I'll have to give it like top billing, I think. Yeah. You know, like right, right at the top there. No, no. It's, I enjoy putting that together every week. So if you see the Happy Monday, this is, uh, it's, I'm the guy that sends those out. So. Uh, well, so anyways, for anybody who doesn't know you, you are the coordinator of multimedia communications here at the district. Yep. You've been with the district for 12 years. 12 years. Yeah, you, you kind of you oversee Lee Schools TV. So all the things that we do here um, you know, on our YouTube channel, the podcasts, the, our Facebook page, our uh, cable channel, yep. you oversee all that, as well as a lot of other responsibilities too, right? So tell people kind of you know, what your role is and... You know, what we do at Lee Schools TV? Sure. Yeah, so Lee Schools TV, it's, you know, obviously we go out and tell the district story. That's, that I would think would be our main role is going out and just showcasing all the great things that are happening in schools every day. Our teachers, our students, you know, our administration, um, they're, they're all doing incredible things. You and I see it all the time, but to be able to post and share some of those stories and really to capture the heart to change the mind. That's something that we always stress here, I know I talk about it a lot with, with our team is, you know, kind of changing um, some of the thought processes, I think, from the public as to what we're doing and being transparent. I mean, that's, that's a key thing in what we do. Another thing that we do is the internal piece. So a lot of training videos, a lot of, you know, if there's some, some important information that we need to get out, we need to let our staff know. Videos or webinars, that's a, that's a great way to reach some of those employees internally. And then, you know, we, we also um, educate the public too, Half cent sales tax, we were a big part of that, just getting the information. You were a big part of that. Mm -hmm. um, Emily Emmerich is in our department. She created some animations you know, for that throughout that whole process. And, and Dave Alexander, who's also on our staff. So we have an extremely talented team. I know I have the best team. Um, you guys all come from media backgrounds. And so it's just, it's, I enjoy what I do. Coming into work every day, it's exciting stuff. Yeah, and uh, we, you know, we also were the ones behind the scenes for every school board meeting. Right. You know, when we, you know, we run the AV support. It's for like those. the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you know, we're like we're like the guy behind the curtain. Uh, so again, yeah, I mean, our our YouTube channel, we highly encourage people to subscribe to that. Uh, we've got over uh, seven hundred seventy five thousand views on our videos. I I checked the other day. You know, we've got hundreds of videos, if not over a thousand at this point probably yeah uh, new videos posted weekly and again it's just you know we're telling those positive stories all the great things that are going on in the schools so many great things i mean i go i go out and visit schools so many wonderful teachers administrators amazing students doing incredible things on a daily basis here in the school district of lee county it never ends yeah. it never ends i mean and, and you know i mean we did a story um dulce james that went went viral and i mean and when i say viral three million views, I think, on Facebook, yeah. and, and that's a huge testament to what you guys do. But then again, we're just telling the stories. You know, we, we, there, and, and that story in particular, 
You had a teacher that was going the extra mile, which all of our teachers, I think, are heroes. I mean, they all, they all do the same thing, but he spent a spring break uh, making a prosthetic arm for one of his students, and he gave it to her at the class, and we just showed up. Mm -hmm. You know, all we did was roll on what was already happening to capture that emotion, and then thanks to your great writing and your shooting ability, you know, it turned it into a, a wonderful story, and, you know, that, that, that kind of, um, you know, being able to go viral like that is something that people don't think. I think sometimes you think about school district video content. And one of the things I, I, I think is really neat is when we create a video, I don't want people to kind of have like that golf clap reaction, like, oh, that's pretty good for a school district, you know, and, and you guys have taken it to another level with the content that you all produce. Well, you're, you know, you've helped me improve, but we're, you know, enough about me. We're not here to brag about me the whole time. Why not? Why uh, not? It's your <laughs> podcast, man. Uh, what, what I really wanted to have you on to talk about is um, the Lee County Student Film and Television Awards, because yeah. that's our uh, biggest event that our department puts on every year, and it's something sure. really special for the students. So and this is an event that any student of any age or grade at any school in the district can participate in. So what is the Lee County Student Film and Television Awards for anybody who may not know about it? Yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, the Lee County Student Film and Television Awards is much like the Oscars. We just, you, you might, did you watch the Oscars recently? The red carpet event? I did not, but I have seen the Oscars. Yeah, before. so yeah. I mean, most people have seen the Oscars, but that's what we're really trying to create is it's, it's a celebration of visual storytelling, filmmaking, um, TV production, you know, and celebrating our students, our teachers, bringing the community together and celebrating that engagement. I mean, when you talk, we talk a lot about world-class school district. That event is world-class. I mean, it's, and it's free to anybody who enters. We have multiple categories, K through five, six through eight, nine through 12. Um, some of the categories are trimmed down a little bit for the younger age groups, but it's a lot of what we're teaching in our classrooms every single day. So we're, you know, we're, we came up with a way to celebrate what the students are putting yeah. together. And category, I mean, we're talking short films, documentaries, mm -hmm. news shows, music videos, you name it. Uh, more, than, more than 10 different categories, I think, at least, right? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, and in fact, we actually have a new category this year, which is promo video. Um, this year, we're, we're trying to get some of our digital um, artistic students involved as well. Irma Lancaster, our director of communications, shout out to Irma. She's our boss. Um, but she came up with a poster category, so students will be able to create a movie poster. We're going to have those out in the lobby when students walk in and, uh, and families walk in, and so they'll be able to vote. And then that night, we'll announce who the winner of that contest. So we're really excited about, you know, trying to reach even more students than what we already have. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big you know, annual event, red carpet event at South Fort Myers High School. Yes. Last few years. Thanks, uh, South Fort Myers, for hosting it for us. It's mm -hmm. a great venue. Um, and, you know, the deadline to submit an entry for the Film Fest is March 27th, Correct. right? So, yep. you know, we wanted to get this out there to remind people that if you want to participate in the Film Fest, that the deadline to submit a video is March 27th. Um, and so, you know, we collect all these submissions. We, you know, we get hundreds of submissions every mm -hmm. year from almost every single school in the district. And it's really impressive some of the video entries that we get. Mostly, I mean, a lot of them. I mean, even, you know, the high school short films are amazing. They could win awards right. at regional uh, film festivals. But even going down, you know, to like the kindergarten, first grade level, some of the videos we get from those students, you can tell that they really put a lot of effort into these videos. I mean, these, you know, the future, the content creators, this is, this is where we're at. You know, I saw a commercial over, over Christmas break about, you know, these kids in a snowball fight. And then at the end, it says this was all shot on an iPhone. So kids, even at these young ages, 
are able to pick up a phone, record some video, edit a little something together. How-to videos are really popular, especially with the younger age groups. Um, stop animation, you know, they, that's something they can get involved in. You see a lot of group projects, class projects at the younger levels, but it doesn't take much. I mean, you don't have to be this incredible filmmaker to create a video to create content. Um, you know, it, it's, it, I think a lot of people are able to, to do that. This event, I do want to point out, is free. Um, a lot of, of what we do, and the reason why, you know, I say it's a world-class event, but our entire staff, communications department staff, does a lot of the legwork, and you'll see a lot of their work that night as well. I mean, Emily Emmerich, who's sitting over here behind the camera, um, she puts together all the video, the videos, she, she'll put them all together that night, and we'll, we'll read off the nominees. We have Dave Alexander, who's the voice, he likes to say he's the voice of the district, you know, worked on radio, but uh, he, uh, he actually will do the voiceovers and announce the nominees that night. I mean, it's, it's just an incredible incredible uh, event. Yeah, like we said, red carpet event, and it's re perhaps my favorite part of the event is, you know, before it even starts, is seeing all the students with their families come. They're all dressed up, looking real spiffy, and, you know, suits and dresses and tuxes. Some of them, I think, even rent, and they walk down the red carpet. We, you know, we've got photographers and right. lights there waiting for them, and we take pictures of them, and then I really do feel like you can just see the smiles on their faces, and I really do feel like they feel like they're movie stars that night, and it's a really special night for them. For me, you know, just like going out into our schools, when you, whenever you go into a classroom, you automatically get re-energized. And it's even more confirmation for me, this is why we do what we do. And when you see the families and the kids come up and they're dressed to the nines, these big smiles, and we're, they're getting their picture taken on a red carpet, I mean, that's why we do what we do. It's yeah. amazing. And so it's also an educational experience for them right. too. So every, um, every student or group that submits a video we have judges that um, volunteer their time to come in on a weekend and they review all the videos. So thank you to all the people who have judged in the past. We really appreciate your time, but uh, they give feedback to every video, right? Talk about how important that is. Extremely important. Yeah. And I say this every year, but although we give them beautiful awards, and by the way, we could not do this without the support, again, from our community, from our business partners, Broadway Palm, huge shout out to you. They support this event the last few years and we just, we couldn't do it without them. But even more important than receiving that award for the students is every student that enters, and we have up to 700 entries. Uh, I think last year we had 40 schools, maybe over 500 entries, I think, last year, because we're actually at a point where we've had to dial back a little bit and limit the amount of entries. But every one of those students who enter will get feedback from at least three judges. And that, I mean, we're an education. We're a school district. So for me, to be able to provide students and teachers that, that important feedback on, hey, this is something you did really great. We love this part. However, you, this might be something that you try next time. Maybe it's, you know, miking up your, you know, the actors in your video or trying some different lighting techniques or editing techniques. The students are going to get that, and we send that to them right after the event, so they're able to get some of that important feedback. And again, our judges, you mentioned the judges. That's another part of this, and that's what's so neat about this, bringing everybody together, because we have people from our local news stations that help judge, universities. Some of our judges are just people that like to watch movies and like to sit and watch the Oscars, you know, but they can offer a little bit of insight from just a, you know, a viewer perspective to help our students, you know, gain that knowledge and continue to grow as video storytellers. Yeah, I was going to say it, it helps them grow as artists, yeah. getting that feedback, it's vital.
It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, glad you mentioned the judges because we're always looking for more judges, yep. right, to help out. Absolutely. So if you are interested in being a judge for the Lee County Student Film and Television Awards, it's just a few hours of your time one day. Uh, we will feed you breakfast and lunch. Pizza. Yep. And, yep. you know, we you come right here to the district office for just a few hours, and it's, it's a fun atmosphere. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a judge every year, and, you know, it's fun to sit in a gr- uh, room with just a couple other people and, you know, watch a, a few dozen videos. Videos, but they're a lot of them are really entertaining, funny. We laugh every yeah. year, and it's a good time. <laughs> you laugh, you might even cry a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just I mean to, to see student the student student artwork, and we do have a great time. Um, again, we could not do it without the support from our judges. What's neat is that we've actually been able to have some of our judges come back. Um, mm-hmm. Debbie Jordan, one of our board members, judged yeah. last year. And so, you know, that, that support is just incredible. You'll feel really good. When you leave that day, you'll, you'll feel really good about just giving, a, just giving a few hours. So if you are interested in judging, um, they can send you an email. Email me. Right? Yep. yep. JasonSSI at LeeSchools.net. And if you have any questions uh, about, um, you know, submitting an entry for the Film Fest, if you've never done it before, I know you sent out an all call yep. to all the schools, you know, for entries, uh, but... If anybody has any questions about the uh, process of submitting an entry, they can also email you right with any questions yep, they have. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jason, Jason SSI at LeeSchools.net. Uh, anything else before we uh, move on? Anything else about the Film Fest that you want to mention? The Film Festival, I, got, I just want to share this, and this is because of all the support that we've had, but this year the Film Festival was recognized at the oh. Florida School Board Association luncheon. The award-winning Lee County Student Film and Television The award-winning, Awards. we can say that now, and again, it's only because of the continued support that we get. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, if we we didn't have the teachers in the classroom and the students doing the work that they do. You and I wouldn't have jobs, right? So to be able to share that with them. And what was neat about that is the, the award came from the, the um, Florida Public Relations Association and SUNSPRA is what is the acronym they go by. But we got to go up to Emily Emmerich and I, because she's a huge part of this event. Uh, we got to go up with Irma uh, to Tampa for that luncheon, um, the Florida School Board Association luncheon. And all of our board members were there in the audience that day. And to be able to share that experience with them, and they had their phones out taking pictures, um, I know that they said that they had a, you know, an enormous sense of pride, but for us, it was the same way. You know, it was just so neat to be able to have them there and be able to share that moment with them. Yeah, and again, you know, just in, we strongly encourage all the schools out there uh, to participate in this event because like you said you know you don't need f- fancy expensive camera equipment to put videos together these days you know all the smartphones out there have pretty good cameras and the kids get feedback on their videos the event itself the night of the award ceremony is amazing uh, you know the it's really high production quality you go into the auditorium after going through the red carpet there's lights and music and kids get to go up on stage to get their awards and even if you don't win yeah. every nominee gets a certificate with their names on it uh, that's so, another person too Harmons uh, yep. provides all the lighting in mm-hmm. there and so it just it really takes I mean you wouldn't think you're in a high school auditorium no you, it you really know? does like, feel like you're at a like the Oscars like you said yeah. it's a really neat event and I think the students who have gone have really had a great time. So again, the deadline to submit some March 27th. March 27th. Yep. So you've got a little bit of time to put those videos together and get them in. If you have any questions, Jason SSI at leeschools.net. Okay, another thing that we do here yep. in uh, the communications and production department is our student high school student intern program, where we have high school students from across the district. Uh, they come in three days a week for a couple hours, and right. we teach them and train them how to be storytellers, and we you know train them on cameras 
and they get to go out as well and tell some stories. Tell us about the intern program. How do kids get involved, and, and why is it so important? So, so funny thing, real quick, though, uh, with the intern program. So when I applied for this job, I always thought maybe I'd go into teaching and coaching. And yeah. when I applied for this job, they were giving me the tour. And Al Schilling at the time, who was the, the supervisor for the program, uh, he's like, yeah, and these are some of our student interns. Never knew that coming into the job. And, I, and he's like, and you're going to oversee that program. And uh, not having any teaching experience, I was like, okay, well, we'll see how this goes. And so, um, and, and I guess not knowing any better, coming from a newsroom, when I started working with the students, that's how I taught, taught them and, and gave them instruction was basically what I knew from working in news, you know, that kind of half pace or half pace. Fast pace. Fast pace, not half pace. Um, <laughs> that fast paced environment. Um, and I taught them what I knew, which meant, you know, they were going to have to pitch stories for the district enterprise stories for the district come up and kind of follow along, whether it's through board meetings or some of our own press releases. Yeah, I mean, we train them how to be reporters. One-man bands. Yeah. Yeah, which is exactly what the industry is. You know, they have to be able to interview, shoot, write, edit, voiceover, all of those things. And, and by the way, a lot of our schools are already providing mm -hmm. a lot of that instruction at the school. A lot of our high schools already have TV production programs. Most of our middle schools do in elementary. But we try to do is if these, these are students who journalism is something or film is something they really want to pursue after schooling after high school and so we try to take it to that next level that advanced level and by the way what's really neat is they're a huge part of our communications team mm -hmm. you know the content they create we're going to publish on social media and so i think for them it's just an awesome experience um, hands-on we have great gear um, thank you dr atkins and whoever approves the budget for us to be able to have some of these cameras, because we really think it's important that they're going to use the tools now that they're going to use when they get into the college level, um, the newsroom at some point in time. So we've been able to provide them with top-of-the-line gear, microphones, and yeah, they go out, they have to enterprise stories and come back and be a part of our team. And it's a paid internship too, so not it too is, shabby. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they could probably make more. Basically at helps them pay for the gas. to get Pay to for the, the gas, because yeah, we're yeah. going to send them out, so, yeah. you know. Um, but so we, it really is like a collegiate level um, course, kind of, an internship. Uh, we have a what we call like the boot camp that we mm -hmm. have every summer for interested interns to right. come and kind of kind of audition for the program. Um, so talk a little bit about that because anybody who's listening, they might say, oh, I've got a student or if they're a student themselves listening, hey, I might be interested in doing that. So what yeah. can they kind of expect and how, how should they... Um, get involved if they are interested in it. Sure. I mean, they can reach out to me if they're interested. Sometimes I'll have teachers that recommend students. But I think what's really neat, um, and I'm just talking about the, that audition process, is when, when our interns first start, and we were talking about cell phones and how great they'll shoot video, but really the foundation is the storytelling part. And so, I mean, and what's been neat is having you on board now with your expertise. You know, you were a reporter anchor at Wink TV, so now they get to have you also help out with some of that instruction time. Uh, like I said, Mrs. Emmerich has, you know, has a strong background. There she is, you know, and some of the graphic side of things. So they're, they're getting um, more resources available to them just, just from our staff. But the audition process, what we try to do over the course of three days, obviously we can't, you know, go through a four-year degree program with them in, in broadcast journalism. But what we try to do is just really show them style and storytelling style and kind of what we're trying to accomplish and, and mostly work on some of that, you know, that writing technique, interviewing technique. You know, obviously they have to be on camera at some point. So those are some of the things that we stress, stress through that process. Yeah. And no matter what, the important thing is, even if they're not brought on as an intern, 
at least they've taken something back with them that may be a little more advanced. Yeah, we we definitely teach them the basics. Yeah. Uh, during boot camp, uh, just to see kind of where their skill levels are, and then you know we bring them on, and they really just continue to grow and learn mm -hmm. throughout their intern uh, time, uh, and. They seem to love it. Seems like a lot of fun. I for hope them. so. Yeah. yeah, we have we have a great group of kids right now. Um, some of the kids have been in the program for for a couple of years now, and so you know I think for me it's it's just neat again why we do what we do, but to follow some of the former interns that we've had and to see the success that that they've had moving forward. I mean we've had interns that work for I have a couple interns that are now um, one's the uh, the athletic videographer for the University of Texas. I have a couple kids that have worked at production houses, one in New York City. Um, I have another girl that does a lot of the Shriner Hospital commercials, and she works in Oklahoma. Um, Vince Marcucci, a couple years ago, um, he's now at UCF and, and creating films, and he was invited to the Cannes, I think it's how you say it, the Cannes Film Festival. Cannes, maybe? Cannes, maybe Cannes, okay, in France. So, I mean, they're doing incredible things. And what's really neat is a couple years ago, we had the Florida Scholastic uh, Press Association. We were members of that, of that group. And we had a couple of our students that were invited to participate in the, in the, national, uh, floor, the national Scholastic Press Association convention, and it was in Orlando. And a couple of our students actually got, uh, were invited to be hosts for that event. And what they had to do, Vince and Paige at the time, they would go around and sort of uh, shoot video of the convention and put together little stories. And then what was really neat is one night we were in this big assembly, well, every night of the convention, we were there for three nights, they would showcase our students' work in front of thousands of students from around the country. And it was just really neat to see Lee County represented up there and to see our students doing their thing and, and reporting on stories, which is something that they get to do here. But to see them on that stage, man, it was, it was something else. Yeah, and the intern program here is a, you know, it's a fairly small, kind of somewhat exclusive group, but mm -hmm. it, we, they really get that one-on-one -on -one instruction time with, you know, us, and they really get a chance to kind of really hone their skills as storytellers, as videographers, and as journalists. So it's a really great program. We encourage anybody who's interested, uh, you know, especially uh, you know, it's for high school students. Um, yeah. If you've if you've got a little bit of uh, background in um, TV production, or if you're interested in in news, um, you know, reach out. Let us know that you're interested, and uh, Jason can give you all the info you need about it. Uh, give you the tour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So you, like I said before, you've been at the district for 12 years now. 12 years. You are. Um, from South Bend, Indiana, right? Granger. Oh god. Which is which I guess you could call, you know, Granger's like a suburb of South Bend. Okay. But yeah, did, did born you, and raised. Did you go to the same high school as Pete Buttigieg? Right? I did not oh, go to the same oh, okay. high school I as Pete. You did. Pete I went to St. Joe, which oh. was a which was a, I think he went to St. Joe, which is a Catholic school in South Bend. Oh, okay. Um but uh, we we had a lot of some mutual no, friends. Similar people. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh well, that's interesting. And you went to Ball State University. Ball State University. Is that where they invented the ball jar? So, yes, actually, the name comes from the Five Ball Brothers, okay, who, who did, they, they had a factory there in Muncie, Indiana, um, and they did invent the ball jar. So the university, they, they, they have since left the Muncie, Indi, the Muncie, Indiana area, took the corporation to Colorado, but yes, they are, it is named after the, the, the Five Ball Brothers, um, and so they are... Um, they were tremendous and yeah. establishing that university with yeah. their with their I, you know with their you know, money anyway. You learn something new on this podcast every every time. Yeah. Uh, Most famous alum is David Letterman. Oh, okay. You might have heard of him. 
I think so, yeah. The creator of Garfield, mm. Jim Davis. Yeah, he's also a Ball State alum. And Jason Sill. Well, Jason. Yeah. yeah. And you played, uh, you played football, right? So I walked on for one year at Ball State University, um, kind of got the itch. I was actually a musical theater major going into my freshman year. Yeah, I was going to, that was the next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, I was a musical theater major, um, real involved in high school in the musical productions, and um, singing was always something that I yeah, enjoyed Yeah, you like to sing, performing. I hear. Yeah. Yeah, are you two, two-time School District of Lee County Christmas Carol Off champion Jason Sill is. Yes. Yeah. Some people might remember your past performances. Quite yeah. the, uh, quite, yeah, it's, quite the showman. It is a, is it is a great time every year. You know, for those of you that don't know, our district, um, I believe it's Dr. Desmore puts together the, the Carol Off event, and it's actually a fundraiser to help some some families That's during right. the holiday season. So it actually is a really neat thing that we're able to do here to raise some money for some families in need during the holiday time, but. It's intense, and it's getting more intense every year. The, the, you know, it's really competitive. Yeah, you get, you get like, mad when you don't win. That's not true. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> but you can really, I mean, you really, you can really hit that falsetto, that high note. You know, you've Way got... Beer. Yeah. yeah. You did, Thank what, you. White Christmas a couple years ago? Did White Christmas. You hit that light. I can't do it. My voice is going to crack. Um, Wide range. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, so I was a musical theater major at Ball State, and then I got the itch to maybe tr- pull the Rudy. Have you seen the movie Rudy? Actually, you have not. You've not seen the Rudy. So I, I, my sophomore year, I decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out for the football team. So the entire summer, I, um, I went out to practices and introduced myself to Coach Lynch, who was the coach at the time, and uh, went through the tryouts. And I was one of the three walk-ons that year that they took on to the team. Um, got to dress a couple games, uh, enough for my dad to get a couple photos to show that I was playing Division One football, which I don't know how many times I got on the field. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I participated, and then I decided after that first year, and uh, we weren't very good, so I don't know if that was some of the reason that I stepped away. But, um, in fact, at that time, David Letterman, um, well, he did a segment every week, and it was Ball State football highlight of the week. And it was usually somebody, uh, you know, of course, getting dunked in the head with a, with a football and the helmet. And we had the nation's, uh, like, longest losing streak at the time. Makes sense. So, yeah. So, actually, um, I decided then to pursue – um, broadcast journalism. Yeah, so you have had uh, some interesting jobs before you came to the school district. Yeah. Um, well, what brought you? You worked for Wink News for a brief time, as yes. did I. Yep. So we have that in common. We were not there at the same time, though. Um, but you've also worked as a bouncer, I hear. I was a bouncer for a couple of years in college. College, yeah. Mostly, though, um, never, never really had any <clears throat> altercations. Uh, however, but, but most of that job was actually cleaning up um, at the end of the night. And, you know, cleaning up a bar at the end of the night, um, especially the bathrooms, is not always the most glamorous job. But, yeah, I got pretty good at checking IDs, finding fake IDs, mm. you know, that sort of thing. So, Did you ever get to, you know, throw somebody out and say, and stay out? A couple times. Yeah. A couple times. You actually said that? Something like that. Yeah. Let's go. Don't come back again. Yeah. (laughs) Something. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You're no. uh, Okay. So. I got to wear a really cool shirt that said security. So that made me uh, feel. Yeah. So that was, you know, I always felt like I was kind of. I'll just say, I felt cool, you know? It was, yeah. like, it was a cool job to say, yeah, you're a bouncer. So what brought you to, how did you come from Indiana to Florida? So my family, we'd always, my parents were both teachers, by the way, for over 40 years. They're both educators. My dad coached high school baseball. But what that meant was every Christmas we had two weeks off. So we, we would come down to this area 
um, for the holidays, and uh, my grandparents lived in Bonita Springs, so it was an area that I was really familiar with. Um, but before that, I, I was working at a TV station in Indiana for a year, and then uh, one of my buddies was like, hey, I just, I, I got this job down in Fort Myers at Wink TV. He's like, you ever, you ever been down there? And I'm like, yeah, Fort Myers, it's beautiful, you know, sunshine and palm trees, and at that point in time, I was setting up live shots in the middle of winter, um, and it was freezing, and I'm like, why am I here? You know, and when you're cold, like, you feel it. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> you, can, I you can... I don't have much experience with the cold, so... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it. it was like, it was literally painful. And, of course, reporters like yourself, they like to just sit in a live truck and make the, you know, make us do all the work. All right, to, calm yeah. down there. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I just kind of, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's, let's go. So me, um, my buddy, and then we actually, there was another one of us that came from the the same TV station. We all joined Wink at the same time. We started at the same time. Um, and it was a great experience at Wink TV. Got to learn a lot, worked with a lot of great people. But I think for me, you know, having my parents be in education, and I have a whole family of educators, my aunts, my grandparents, um, you know, that public service side of things and being able to give something back. And, and you know, I realized pretty quickly, like, I was never moving back up north, and this was going to be my community. And so I just thought that I would, it wasn't, you know, the seat on the bus that I wanted. And I thought, you know, I really want to get into coaching, teaching. So I actually started volunteering to coach football at Cyprus. Um, and then this job opened up at the school district. They needed a videographer slash reporter to kind of go on, do some of the things that you all are doing. And so I never looked back, took the job and never looked back. The rest is history. The rest is say. history. You've got family in the district too, right? I mean, your wife is a teacher. You've got... Yes couple kids who are students in the district? Yeah, I mean, in, in, in all seriousness, this job for me is a passion. You know, that, that public service side of things, to be able to hopefully make this community better um, is something that I think is really important. And, you know, I'm a huge stakeholder. My wife, like you said, teaches at Pinewood. She teaches fifth grade. My daughter, Sophia, goes, goes to the same school. So does Gavin. Um, he's in first grade. She's in third grade. And so for me, it's just, um, it's a family a family thing, you know, we, we all work for the school district and um, we all enjoy what we do. I feel like every day I come in, this is, this is the best job in the world. And you, something that I hear you reiterate all the time is that what we <clears throat> do, it all, you know, it all goes back to just the students and making sure that we're telling their good stories, their story. uplifting them, and, you know, everything we do is for the students of the district. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, like, as well as the teachers and, and, and staff as well. But. Yeah, I mean, I like to think, like, you know, because we work in our communications department, there, there are some stories that our local media tells, and unfortunately, you know, sometimes we wish weren't out there. But at the same point in time, I feel like one thing that we do from a Lee Schools TV side of things is be proactive in telling the good stories that are out there. You know, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, nobody... You know, nobody's going to watch if there's not some controversy or there's not, you know, something that really gets things stirred. And I just don't believe that's true. I mean, look at your stories that you've produced. They have proven that if you have good stories and you're, you know, people do like good news. And I feel like sometimes we don't have enough of that. But every single day, literally every single day in this district, there is something positive happening. Some student's accomplishing something. Some teacher is, you know, um, changing the way that we see education. You know, I mean, it's just, it's nonstop, all the different programs that we offer in this district. And, you know, when I was at Ball State, I actually picked up a minor in public relations. And I remember a professor telling me he, one time, he goes, in the world of public relations, make sure you find someone, whoever you work for, where you really believe in their values and the product that they offer. I know I found that here with the Lee County School District. Well said. Thank you. Jason, what's your favorite book? 
My favorite book, this is kind of tricky. Um, I, I guess for me, um, can I say like a kid's book? Because for me, there's a really... Spe- Owl Moon, have you ever... Owl Moon? Owl Moon. Maybe a long time it's ago. It's a book that I used to read with my kids. Um, there's actually a part where you have to hoot like an owl. I'm not doing that because I already did the the hog call, but uh, I used to read it to my kids, and um, it's basically a father that takes his daughter out at, at night, and they, they go owl hunting at night, and um, it reminds me a lot of my youth growing up in Indiana, kind of rural in Indiana, going out in the evenings, and we would have owls out in the woods behind our house, and so, um, and there's a lot of beautiful illustrations, so there's little text, which is great, Yeah. but no, and that, and uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I think is, oh, really? Jules, yeah, I've never read that, but, yeah, it's just, I don't, you know, I just think that that is just an incredible story, the adventure of it, um, you know, kind of like that steampunk sort of thing going on there, but uh, yeah, I, I love that book as well. Look at that, Jason read a chapter book. I did read it. Whatever. <laughs> What's your favorite movie or TV show? Favorite movie, uh, Braveheart. Yeah? Yeah. Braveheart is, is uh, every time that's on, I got to stop and watch it. Last of the Mohicans. Yes. It's a great movie. And you know, both those movies, you know what they have in common? Did this they, is what. Did they come out in the same year? I don't know if they came out in the same yeah. year, but they, they both have great soundtracks. Like, I love a movie with a great epic soundtrack in both of those. Last of the Mohicans. Uh, by Michael Mann, starring Daniel Day-Lewis, yeah, greatest actor of our generation, yep. has the best score of any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. So if you've never seen Last of the Mohicans, not only is it super entertaining, uh, but the music in that movie is the best. I can work out to that soundtrack. Yeah. And it'll give or you, just it'll chill. It'll give you I goosebumps. Mean, yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's great. Uh, and I read... I. I, what happened to that? Like, I why looked up there... one time because I wondered why it didn't win. I was like, how did this movie not win the Oscar for best score yeah. that year? I think it was 1992 that movie came out. And I looked it up and it's because I think, I could be wrong on this, but I think I read it's because in order to win best score, it has to be by a single composer. Oh. And that soundtrack was by two composers. Oh, okay. I think that maybe have something to do with it, but... Yeah, that's just something, though. I think movies today, like, they, you know, in the 90s, like, the soundtracks were just, you know, you'd go out and buy the CD with a... I know I'm dating myself, but yeah, you buy the CD with this. At least I would. I was at Goodwill. I was at Goodwill one day, and I I saw a um, cassette tape of the last Mohican soundtrack for 99 cents, and I was like, I have to buy this. You got it? Yeah. Did you frame it? No. All right. I think do you have any way to play it? <laughs> I, the, the, car, the car I had at the time had a cassette player. Oh, okay. Sadly, they don't make cars with cassette players. Anymore. Yeah. I don't know if that's sad, but... Uh, all right, what's your... Okay, so this will be interesting. Um, so you're a musical theater guy. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite song, or who's your favorite musical artist, or what, what's your favorite musical? Yeah, there's... I mean, man, it's all over the place. Like, I, I love country. I do. I'll admit that. I was country when country wasn't cool. Um, but I, you know, I was raised on country. So I, Garth Brooks, which by the way, if you've seen his new documentary, it's, it's phenomenal. I heard you, you um, met him, didn't you? I did meet Garth Brooks. My sister was able to arrange that. He was actually in South Bend last year, kind of like his comeback tour at Notre Dame stadium. And he was staying at her hotel that she worked at. And so I got to, we're not going to get into the details of how I met him, but I did get to shake his hand and finally yeah. meet him. And, uh, but let me, he's so down to earth and so just chill. And it's amazing because, I mean, here's a guy that's performed in huge stadiums and arenas, and he's just the most chill, down-to-earth person. Um, so that was a really, really neat experience. And I usually don't get – I'm like one of those people that when I see a celebrity, I'm like, you know. But for me, that was – that's about as big as it gets. Yeah. Um, but, man, I, you know, James Taylor, you know, uh, Bob Seger, um, 
you know, uh, I, I like some bluegrass. Nickel Creek is an artist that I really like, but I like pop music as well. So it just, it's all over the place. Theater-wise, um, I love Lion King the musical. I think the music's phenomenal in that. Um, so that's probably one of my favorite musicals, just because I love that sound and it's a great. I have not seen Hamilton yet, but understand that that's pretty good as well. So have to have to do that. Okay, what was your favorite subject in school growing up? Subject would have to be choir. I just I loved choir. I loved being able to you know sing and choral music especially. Um, there's just something so special. When I, in fact, a couple years ago I was actually part of the symphonic chorale of Southwest Florida. Um, but to be, you know, when I was in high school and be able to go and we traveled to Europe and was able to sing in some cathedrals and, you know, just that sound. I mean, when you sing with other voices, it's one thing to sing, you know, you talked about the, the karaoke contest and it's fun to sing by yourself, but when you sing in a group and the sound that that creates is just, it's incredible. And that was always an escape for me. I mean, music, no matter what, how you're feeling, I feel like that's like the ultimate, ultimate medicine and getting through high school for me, that was, that was it. And yet for the carol off every year, he always chooses to do a solo, which is interesting. I mean, that's, well, uh, next year we're going to do have dinner with any, If you could have dinner with, no, we're not. If you could have dinner with anyone living or dead, who would it be and why? I really, I think it's got to be Walt Disney. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Walt okay. Disney. That's I mean, um, well, um, I actually uh, was able to work at, at Walt Disney when I was in college. I did yeah. the... You, I did, you worked at Walt Disney? I did work at Walt Disney. I was in the, the college program. So was Emily, by the way. Emily was there, so she understands the college program. But, I mean, there's a reason why they are, like, the number one vacation destination, you know. And, you worked um, at Disney in Orlando. Orlando. I worked at the Boardwalk Resort. Uh, I worked front desk. I, I did bellhop. I valeted cars. I actually got to work concierge. So... Um, and the college program was just an incredible opportunity because they teach you the Disney way, you know, how to create those magical moments, you know. And so I just, I always loved Disney growing up. Um, we got to go there a couple times. I was fortunate my parents were able to take us there as children. But then to work um, for a corporation that just values the guest experience and creating, you know, just those incredible moments for people, nobody does it better. And I think Walt, by the way, Another pitch I'm going to pitch is the Imagineering documentary on Disney+. Plus. If you have not seen that, What's incredible. it called? Imagineering. That's, a, that's the title? That's the title. And it really shows you... So an Imagineer is... Someone that creates all of the detail work and the artistic work that you see in the parks. It could be in the parks, the restaurants, you know. I mean, it just, it's just incredible. Um, they come up with all these great ideas that you see the rides, the Pirates of the Caribbean, the animatronics, all that stuff. You kind of get to see behind the scenes of how, how that's all come to fruition. So if you're, you know, you're having dinner with Walt Disney, what would you want to talk to him about? Oh, boy. I would just want um, to know, just just I think just to hear him. And I would love to be at Walt sitting with him. If we're having lunch, it would have to be in one of his parks. You know, because I know that, and you'll find this out, like he spent a lot of time just walking around the parks. One of the famous stories of Walt Disney is um, one day when he was walking through his parks, he noticed, and if you know the parks, you have like Tomorrowland, right? And then you have like Frontierland. Well, he noticed one day when he was um, in the parks that he noticed somebody from Tomorrowland. This is in the original park at Disneyland, walking from Tomorrowland to Frontierland in their same costume that they would wear in Tomorrowland. And that really, that bothered him, right? So when they built Walt Disney World in Orlando, and you can go on the tour now, but they actually, they lifted the land a little bit so they have tunnels underneath the Magic Kingdom. So you will never see a cast member, is what they call them, a cast member out of place. You know, just the way that, 
he thought of everybody was always a part of the show. You know, for me, it was really important. And I think this is something relating it back to the school district that even we can kind of take to heart is one of the things that Disney stresses is when people are saving up their money, they've been in the car for hours driving down here. Some of them save up for two to three years to go on this vacation. You're the first face they see, right? And especially working the front desk when they were checking in their hotel. So it was really important that you were a part of the show. You were a part of the cast. Every single day, you were creating that experience for them because it may be their only chance. And chances are they're gonna have friends that they're gonna share this experience with. And so relating that back to the school district, it's the same way. I mean, our bus drivers every single year, that first day of school, they're the first face that some of these students see to start the school year. And so setting that tone right away, how we answer the phone, how we greet people, I think is really important. Yeah. I don't know if that answered your question about what I'd wanna know, but I think just sitting with him you know, I'd love to go on one of those walks with him, you know, through the park and just, just listen to him take talk. it all in. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you come up with that, Isn't Ryan? His, uh, doesn't his family still have, like, his head on ice or something frozen? Yeah, so that... I think it's all rumor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, that yeah, it. Yeah, Thank you, Adam. Yeah. You were incredible. Oh, hey, stop it. Uh, Jason Sill, coordinator. You have of great multi- hair, by the way. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yours is okay, too. Thank you. Uh, Jason Sill, coordinator of Multimedia Communications. Thanks for taking the time to stop by. I know you had a long, long drive <laughs> long to get here. Long drive. Uh, so appreciate it. Again, Film Fest submissions, students. March 27th. March 27th. Yep. Get them in. Uh, it's a great, great event. All right. Uh, thanks again. Thanks, Adam. Thank you for watching and listening. See you next time.